0: A Coquitlam human rights activist was unveiled as an Order of British Columbia recipient. Order of BC is the province's highest form of recognition. It will be given out in a ceremony this fall to Harinder Mahil, who joins me on the line now. Good morning. Good
1: morning, Raji.
0: Mr. Mahil, congratulations on being selected for the Order of BC. I wonder if you could take us to the moment where you found out the news.
1: Well, they came to me a couple of weeks ago, and I was, uh, I mean, there had been some calls to my friends to check me up. <laughs> so oh. <laughs> Somebody obviously nominated me at some point in time, Yeah, and then they told me that I should just keep it confidential until they uh, make the announcement. So I, it was a surprise for me when I received the call.
0: Oh, and when you found out that yes, indeed, you are getting the Order of BC, what did what did that recognition
1: mean to you? Well, it, it it's extremely humbling. Um, you know, I what I've done or not done is for others to judge, but I strongly believe that a positive change can only be made by organizing, being part of groups. So I've always worked in organizations, whether they're trade unions, anti-racism coalitions, or community associations. So it's, uh, I believe that this honor is for all activists who are trying to make this society a better place for all of us. So earlier in the
0: show, we were letting listeners know what you have achieved uh, in your time in B.C. So you came here when you were 19 years old. How did you make your way to B.C.? What was that experience like before you started working as a, a farmer and working towards advocacy for farmers?
1: Uh, you, you're correct. I came to Canada in 1970 at the age of uh, 19. Uh, the first job, like most immigrants, is you know trying to find whatever you can do, and that was working in farms in Alberta area. Uh, from there, um, I found a job in a sawmill, and uh, you know then became active in the union, and that was just my starting education being. Uh, a part of the union where they educated me about the workers' rights.
0: You were key in organizing for farmers' rights, along with uh, a small group of other laborers. You were uh, advocating to get washrooms in farms for laborers. Uh, farmers faced so much abuse, uh, at or laborers who worked for farmers faced so much abuse at that time in the 1970s. The discrimination back there sounds... It sounds awful back then. What did you do to muster the courage to fight back against the system?
1: I mean, basically, uh, the farm workers at that point of time were not even considered workers. They had no protections under any labor legislation. So the first issue for us was to Make sure that foreign workers were recognized as workers, so they had some protection under the Employment Standards Act. It was so bad, Raji, that even if somebody was not paid their their wages uh, after working long hours and hard work, uh, there was no you know they, the the person the worker could not go to a government agency saying I have not been paid. They had to go to small claims court. So how many foreign workers could go to a to court a law and start a lawsuit against their employer. So that, you know, that was the f- first thing was starting a campaign that workers, farm workers, should be recognized uh, no differently than other workers.
0: And so you're 71 now. In your years, you helped change the course of history uh, and many lives after by helping bring about the Employment Standards Act and, and the formation of farmers' unions. What would you tell your younger self? What would you tell, say, a, a 20-year-old her in there?
1: Well, I mean, basically what I would say is, first of all, to, to educate uh, about your rights and educate yourself, and then educate people about the rights, and then organize. So being part of a collective, uh, if you want to make some change, it wasn't a, in me. It were many people like me who came together. Uh, so, it, you know, that's what you bring about change, uh, is just, you know, being part of an organizations and uh, advocating people about their rights and, and responsibilities. Well, we have rights in this society. We also have responsibilities, and we they go hand in hand.
0: And what did you get to witness firsthand from advocating for farm workers? What, what changes, practical changes, did you see in your time doing that?
1: Well, I mean, at, at this point, I mean, if same sort of thing was to happen today, uh, you can go to a ministry of labor Employment standards branch saying, you know, I have been badly treated. I have not been paid my wages, and this is what happened to me, and somebody from the government uh, will go and investigate, which, uh, which never used to happen you know, back in 1970s. And, I mean, basically, you know, there are some protections as well under the, you know, workers' compensation uh, legislation, which wasn't there before. I mean, so now, uh, you know, in many ways, in, farm workers are protected, uh, you know, which which is, which is you know, um, significant. I mean, and not only was the issue, you know, it was also who the farm workers were primarily immigrant workers, and so there was issue of dem- discrimination as well. Uh, again, you know, it, I think we have come a long way in uh, that uh, past 50 years.
0: Absolutely. Well, I want to thank you for giving us some time this morning, and thank you for your service to making this province better.
1: Well, it, uh, I think it's uh, all activists, you know. Um, I, I share this honor with all activists who are trying to make this uh, this society better for all of us. Thank you for your interest uh, in, in, in this issue.
0: Thank you, Mr. Mahil.